everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And today we are getting ready to wrap up our discussion that we've been having throughout the month of August mm-hmm. on the area of spiritual gifts. Um, but today I also wanted to kind of talk through the fruits of the Spirit because they actually really link together as well. So mm-hmm. we're glad that you've joined us. So when we talk about fruits of the Spirit, we are very specifically today talking about the fruits that are listed in Galatians 5. Right. And... When you actually Google mm-hmm. fruit of the spirit, you will find this definition. It's visible growth in Jesus Christ. So That's good. one of the definitions. And so it really is, you know, the biblical term that sums up the nine visible characteristics mm-hmm. of a true Christian life. And so I know a lot of people like literally have these gifts straight memorized. Yeah. But they're from Galatians 5, like I said, verses 22 and 23. And those those verses really just kind of outline these mm-hmm. specific characteristics. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, and so, you know, we talk about how the the gifts of the spirit you know those are those are kind of found all over scripture in lots of different places but the fruit of the spirit really is specifically outlined in what that looks like here and i remember hearing one time that it says it, these are not the fruits mm-hmm. like plural but this is the fruit that's good when the spirit is alive in you this is the fruit that comes out so it's not like a pick and choose like right. I'll take love and joy I don't really want the patience or the self control yeah no I'm gonna not <laughs> I'll not pick those fruits I'll pick these no it's like one fruit that displays itself in lots of different ways oh that's so good um, and so you know when we're looking at these today it's not a situation where like oh well what fruit of the spirit have you been given mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's not a situation of even being able to say like i don't have the gift of i don't have the gift of love i don't have the fruit no i don't have that one i the gift that i've been given has been the gift of joy and that's it you know this is not how this plays out and so right. we really wanted to make sure that we delineated between the two cuz we've been talking about gifts of the spirit all month but the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. is something that every believer has been given and is responsible for really like I loved that definition that came up when you googled it it's just, as you visibly gr- as you grow in yep. Jesus Christ there's going to be visible fruit that is shown and seen in your life mm-hmm. um, but just as is always the case um, this is really dependent on if you're walking in step with the Holy Spirit right. because even though you have been given that fruit it's not going to really come alive and be visible in your life unless you are walking closely with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis and really growing in that relationship with Him. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of take a look today at some of those. Um, we're going to take a look at the fruit. At the fruit. And, and just really kind of how that comes into play even with our spiritual gifts and how they work hand in hand with one another, but also how they're very different from one another. Yeah. And really, Mel, as we were preparing for this specific podcast, even as I was looking up the scripture and thinking it through, like you said, I think so many of us as believers, we can kind of just deadpan that that scripture. These are all the fruits or fruit. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it falls a little flat. Like mm-hmm. these are the things that I'm supposed to exhibit in my life. And that's great. And we believe it and we, but it almost just kind of becomes part of, I think a little bit because sometimes like word service. Do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. We des- we desire it, but I think any time with scripture, when it's something that we just kind of blah, 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 yeah. it loses its power and meaning. And so 
when that starts to happen, one of the things that I love to do is look up different translations and to see the different ways that that very same scripture can be worded. And so I went into the message translation and I just love, love, love what it says. It states that very same scripture from Mm -hmm. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It says, but what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Ah. I mean, do you know what I mean? I think we often hear joy. And what this one is talking about is... How did it say? Exuberance about life. exuberance about life. Mm -hmm. Or serenity when it talks about peace. Yeah. There's just something to be said sometimes about going, okay... I think the challenge in this topic and conversation is we almost get kind of like Bible school or Sunday school with the flannel board with the little fruits on the tree and they have joy and peace written on the pear and the apple and we kind of leave it at that level instead of going, okay, but how Mm -hmm. are these fruits supposed to look in Mm -hmm. our lives? Once again, the practical conversation Mm -hmm. that we always come back to. If it's joy, what does that really, really look like? And that's much more than just happiness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I did. I love, I love that translation. And I love just how it kind of makes scriptures that we said a million times. I mean, I remember in college, my roommate and I decided to memorize the fruits of the spirit. So I just love joy, peace, patience, kind. And I don't know why, but I always wanted to say togetherness. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was one of the fruit fruits listed. Well, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, togetherness, faithfulness. I could not stop with the togetherness. So every time I hear it, even to this day, I'm like, where's togetherness? Oh yeah, I keep making that one up. I always um, forget goodness. Yeah. I don't know what that says. That's weird. But I'll go, go, go and I miss goodness. <laughs> oh, that's great. But, you know, I, I, I think it's so great. I mean, as we've looked and discussed spiritual gifts over these last, you know, four weeks, we've talked a lot about just things that re- can really position us to to walk out those gifts mm-hmm. in a really healthy and whole way. Um, and in addition to all of those, living in what, you know, Google said was the <laughs> visible growth in Jesus Christ, um, you know, that's the fruit of the Spirit is going to bring... It's those. It's the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. It's those. It's the togetherness. I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> togetherness is not one of the fruit. Okay. It's those things that I really think that as we're growing in Christ, those are the things that really bring that health and wholeness mm-hmm. to our spiritual gifts, and it in a totally new way um, just as they do for literally every area of our lives and so I I feel like it's almost kind of like that this is the core of me is that I've been given this I've been given this fruit through the Holy Spirit that when I am operating not I mean goodness knows not in a place of perfection Mm -hmm. in these areas but when I am growing in love and I'm growing in joy and I'm growing in peace and when those things are becoming more and more visible in my life I am able to operate in these spiritual gifts that the Lord has given me in a whole new level that's right and they're that much more effective that much more powerful that much more encouraging to the body of Christ because the fruit is growing in my life as I continue to grow my relationship with the Lord so for example I can see how this maybe has played out 
in my own life. We talked some last week about, you know, the different gifts that have come up on our assessments personally. And so the top one that has come up pretty much my whole life has been administration. Mm-hmm. So that can mean that I um, am really great at taking a vision and being able to lay it out in steps, coming up with a plan and having a step-by-step process for things. And that's something I'm very passionate about. And it is something that I'm gifted in. Mm-hmm. But I can approach that gift from my flesh or from spirit. And so when my flesh is at work, I can be like taskmaster, perfectionist, extraordinaire. And like, what is wrong with all you people? Get to work. (laughs) You know, like I can be very, like it can come across as harsh and like I don't care about human beings. And that all I care about is getting a job done, you know? And so, but when I am operating in the fruit of the Spirit, and when love and joy and peace and patience, (laughs) goodness gracious, with that gift, sometimes that's the the fruit I got to tap into the most. But like, when kindness, when those things are leading out in the way that I'm just living my daily life, then the gift of administration is able to come across in a way that is loving and encouraging and is actually helpful to the body, not something that is like mean and harsh and demanding. So mm-hmm. it's like, I have to be operating in the fruit of the Spirit for the gifts of the Spirit that He's given me to really um, be healthy, yeah. to be used in a healthy and encouraging way. And I think, too, to add to that, when we walk from a place of the fruit of the Spirit, it also has the capability every time to cut off those hindrances and Absolutely. those pitfalls and those lies that if there's any way the enemy would try to come in, it is through those things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the stigma, the comparison, all of those things that run completely counter to the fruit of the Spirit. If I'm living in the fruit of the Spirit, I'm going to probably be a lot more apt to recognize, oh, wow, I am comparing. Or I will have more clarity Mm -hmm. about maybe the stigma that I'm attaching to a gift or a person or all of those pitfalls that we talked through a couple weeks ago. If the fruit of the Spirit is an operation in me, I'm not going to be as easily Mm -hmm. pulled into some of those things like you're saying. Absolutely. It's a huge, huge piece in all of this, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. So really, let's chat through some practical takeaway you know, as we get ready to wrap up this conversation and Mm -hmm. just the fruit of the spirit. I think there's something really to be said about even getting as practical as pulling out a piece of paper and beginning to spend some time lining up the list of fruit with the spiritual gifts that the Holy Spirit is giving you Mm -hmm. and really asking him to highlight, I would say, any changes that you could make in the fruit in your life to allow the spiritual gifts to flow and operate at a higher level. Mm -hmm. Just like you just said, Mel, Mm -hmm. that same gift can operate from a place of the flesh and maybe even at times a place of brokenness like we've talked about in the past or that same gift can operate from a place of the fruit of the spirit. And it operates very differently depending on where we are. Now, as we've said, God does not expect perfection, but I think this is a really good way to begin to go, okay, Lord, if I'm really lacking gentleness in my life and you've called me to be a person of encouragement or hospitality, let's say, or mercy, but I'm really struggling in these areas of the fruit, where can I begin to do some work and to begin Mm -hmm. to shift some things in the fruit in my life? Therefore, that my spiritual gifts are able to really operate at a higher level and really being willing to go, okay, we talked a couple weeks ago, is there any unforgiveness in my life? Are there any lies? Are there any hindrances? Mm -hmm. But also in addition to that, is there brokenness? Are there areas of healing that you are calling me into so that these fruits can operate at a different level? And 
as much as we know it is a full fruit, I know there have been seasons in my life where the Lord's like, it's time to really focus in on this one or that one. Mm-hmm. For instance, perhaps it's an area of self-control in a certain area that the Lord's highlighting, or maybe it's an area of patience. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. always a fun one. Whatever it may be, maybe I'm just not as gentle in relationships with people. And the Lord's saying, that's something I want to work out in you as a son or daughter. And it will automatically have a really beautiful impact on your spiritual gifts, on your calling, on the things that I've called you to. But it begins back here with the way that this is being exhibited in your life or sometimes in some cases not exhibited the way that it could be Mm -hmm. and allowing him to do that work because ultimately that's really what it's about. It's beginning with the fruit and then getting to the gifts and allowing those to operate from where they're supposed to be. And so if you really feel like you would like to walk through some of those specific steps that we have discussed that I just kind of talked about, we'd encourage you to even go back to our third show, which was on August 17th. And there's a couple of things that we hit on specifically, and I'll highlight those real fast. One of those was identifying any lies that you believe about yourself and the gifts and breaking those in prayer. Secondly, spending any time in forgiveness that could be towards yourself, towards God, towards others. Specifically, if you've seen someone maybe not carry a gift very well and it's Mm -hmm. turned you off to that very same gift that you carry, or even in addition to that, maybe you've seen someone carry a gift inappropriately or immaturely and you don't receive that gift even from someone else that Mm -hmm. you have. Maybe it's something your husband or your wife or your friend or your child carries and you find this thing kick up and you're like, it's probably because you've got some brokenness or maybe some unforgiveness. So doing that work. Um, And as we've also talked about making an action plan, seeking the Lord for his strategy and direction and increasing the fruit in your life so that your gifts then have freedom to really grow. That's good. And to be put to work. Yeah. And I mean, I just always go back to, you know, we talk a lot about the the analogy of a tree and that being a picture of our lives. Mm -hmm. This also makes me think of a tree. It's a little bit of a different picture than what we usually talk about at Mercy, but just this idea that healthy, godly fruit Mm -hmm. grows on a healthy tree. That's right. And so it's not a situation like you can't will fruit to grow on a tree. Mm -hmm. All you can do to that tree is tend to the roots. That's right. And the seed has already been planted and the Lord has already given you the fruit. If you are a believer, the Lord has given you the gift of the Holy Spirit. So Mm -hmm. that seed, in essence, has already been planted in your life. That's right. It's a situation of staying connected to it, of, of watering it, not to get too cheesy with the analogy, but right. really Tending watering that and yeah. growing that relationship and growing in the, your relationship with the Holy Spirit and staying in step with the Holy Spirit. And as you do that, it's a healthy tree that grows healthy fruit. So, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really understand that. Mm-hmm. I was way more about like, I am not good at being joyful. So I'm going to be joyful. <laughs> like, Tight be joyful. <laughs> Stop being impatient. Be more patient. Be more patient. Like, and I was trying to like somehow just like will these fruits to grow in my life when if I had understood that like I just need to focus instead of focusing on growing the fruit, mm-hmm. focus on staying connected with the source because yeah. then the fruit just grows. That's right. That's and so time. it's just so freeing. It's so freeing when you can get to that point. And so I just encourage people who, you know, if you've listened today and you're like, man, 
that fruit is not so much growing in my life. It's not a matter of you focusing on growing the fruit. It's a matter of you reconnecting That's right. with what has already been planted inside of you, watering it, tending to it, um, and just really growing in that relationship with the Holy Spirit because then that fruit will just start mm-hmm. to grow. And he's so faithful to do the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. So often we try to do so much of that burden bearing, carrying part of it. And really it's like, he's like, just show up. Mm-hmm. Spend mm-hmm. some time with me. Listen for my voice. Let me bring loving correction to your life. And then I will do the heavy lifting. Yep. And then I will show you what your role is in this. But so often, like you said, we're just trying to work something up. And he's like, no, you're getting it backwards. Here. Yeah. Spend time with me. Put things right. First things first. And all these things will be added unto you. It talks about that in Matthew. It's the same thing in this mm-hmm. kind of a case, too. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to work, I'm going to be more patient. Mm-hmm. Ah. Instead going, Lord, I know this is an area I need, but let me hang out with <laughs> the Prince of Peace, the yep. one who's the most patient. And yep. that is going to rub off on me. And then that fruit's going to be just more active Absolutely. in my life. Absolutely. I mean, it just, it all makes sense. And it's just, it really is the difference between trying mm-hmm. to behavior modification. That's right. Be, behavior modify yourself. <laughs> behavior modification better yourself. fruit. <laughs> exactly. You know, and so it's, oh, it's just, it's night and day different mm-hmm. and it's so freeing. Um, and so, I don't know, in relation to all of those things, and especially yeah. with what you were talking about earlier, with just the need to pursue healing or freedom from lies or unforgiveness mm-hmm. and all of those different things, you know, if you're like, man, that's me, I, I got some areas that I need to look at and I need, want to address in my life, then the absolute most practical thing that we could possibly offer you um, is is to look into the Keys to Freedom study yeah. that um, we have released here at Mercy um, because it really starts to look into those different areas of your life and some mm-hmm. of those root issues and, some, and just gives you very practical steps on how to process a hurt with the Lord in a way that brings healing, how to renew your mind and how to replace lies with truth, how to actually walk through the process of forgiving someone. Yeah. And they're really practical steps for doing mm-hmm. that. And so we encourage you to, to check that check out on our out. resources page on mercymultiplied.com um, because I've really think it could be a helpful resource for you. Totally. Um, and so I think that kind of wraps up and ties up with Bo, our conversation yeah. on spiritual gifts. We just wanted to be sure before we, we you know, wrapped up this series that we addressed spiritual fruit and how that really does come into play and affects the spiritual gifts that you've been given. And so we hope this has been helpful for you today. And so we also want to make sure that we remind our listeners that literally one week from today, we are kicking off our new Empower Nights, which are going to be happening here in the Middle Tennessee area. For all of you who are not in Middle Tennessee, do not dismay. We are going to figure out, we're literally brainstorming ways right now that we're going to be able to take the actual recordings from these Mm -hmm. teachings and get those into the hands of people all over the country so that you can even host your own Empower Nights in your area and your church and your community. So please don't say, well, these don't apply to me. I guess I'll turn it off now. Like, (laughs) we really are going to be figuring out how we can use these trainings in a way that will help people all over the country Mm -hmm. and world. Um, And so... For those of you who are local to Middle Tennessee, um, literally one week from tonight will be our very first Empower Night. It's going to be on the topic of self-harm. And this is going to be a free event. Free, 100% free. No strings attached. You can come, receive the training, receive coffee, receive desserts, fellowship, enjoyment. We'll try to just Q&A. bring it all. Yep. yep. Bring your questions. 
Um, and we are going to be doing these once a month mm-hmm. and super, super excited about it. Now, we do need you to RSVP if you are planning to come to this event. And the RSVP is going to be actually cutting off on Tuesday of next week. Mm-hmm. So we need a couple of days of heads up to know like how many people are going to be coming, how much coffee do we need to have because everybody's going to want their coffee. Yes, and, and so mm-hmm. absolutely. So we need you to make sure that you get onto mercymultiplied.com. And actually, if you go to uh, mercymultiplied.com backslash empower, you will be able to get information on the event itself, details about the event, and be able to RSVP. So make sure that you do that if you're planning to come and join us. We hope that we'll see you there. Yes. And we'll be excited to kick off a new series on Mercy Talk next month. So we hope that you'll join us then. Mm-hmm.